Father of mine, tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes, my whole world disappeared. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy, back before you went away. Welcome to another episode of the Dazzlecast. Yes, you heard it right. I'm going through some rebranding. I'm not going to call it the Dazzleman's Fantasy Sports Podcast anymore. I'm just going to call it the Dazzlecast. Um, a lot shorter, a lot simpler. Um, this podcast still is for primarily my fantasy football league, the the Sioux Falls Wiffleball Legends. Um, but I feel like there's just been a lot of, I guess, different content going along with with the uh, fantasy sports stuff. I feel like there's been some more listeners outside of the, the league even. So I am going to rebrand and it is now the dazzle cast. Um, we are on episode 22. It is December 9, 2021 big Vikings Steelers game tonight. Um, well, big for the Steelers. Anyway, we all know it's not big for the Vikings. So uh, we'll get into that here shortly. Um, and yes, I'm your host, Steve Connell. Happy to be with you on a, well, pretty nice day actually for December 9. And I think it got in the 40s today. The snow, the little bit of snow that was here has all melted. Um, and looking forward to another episode here. So to kick it off, man, what a crappy week of football this past weekend. The Red Raiders lose to Morningside 20, I think it was 28 to 19. Um, so Morningside gets to go back to the the championship game this this year, and we'll probably win it. Now that Grandview beat Lindsey Wilson, um, Lindsey Wilson was the the champion last year that that kind of took us to the the woodshed, but they lost too. So uh, Morningside versus Grandview in the NAI. Cha- oh, I don't think it's this weekend. I think it's next weekend actually. So kind of a disappointing loss there for Northwestern. Uh, the Hawkeyes, man. I don't even know where to begin with the Hawkeyes. Okay, so they lost 42 to 3. You know, it, it feels like actually it was a and maybe maybe it's just uh the Hawkeye bias coming out, but it feels like it was a lot closer than 42 to 3. Um You know, I was talking to my dad and I and maybe I talked to some of you too this weekend too, but when the Hawkeyes were 6-0, and number two team in the country, I honestly felt like we were on the brink of like one of those magical-type seasons, right? Uh, uh, maybe an undefeated-type season. Maybe a Rose Bowl-type season. Maybe a, maybe a, a college football playoff-type season. You know, And then they lost those two games to Purdue and Wisconsin. And it basically just got taken out behind the woodshed and, and just beaten down. And I was pretty pissed, you know, about those losses. I, it, it felt like it felt like we had let an opportunity slip by um, for that magical season, for that, you know, for that that program to maybe take another step forward. 
And then as the season went along, you know, they, they played the game against what was it, Northwestern and Minnesota and Illinois and Nebraska. And then you watch the, the Big Ten championship game. And after it's all said and done, it's kind of like, you know what, we're, we're awfully lucky to be 10-3 and three and to have played in a Big Ten championship game. You know, this this team, especially this offense, was honestly just not not very good at all. I mean, Tyler Goodson was maybe decent against bad teams. You know, the offensive line was young and not very good. The wide receivers, I mean, well, we, we had quarterbacks who couldn't get the ball to the wide receivers. Um, and let, you know, unless it was a, a tight end, like, stick route. Um, we had two quarterbacks who couldn't get the ball to the wide receivers and maybe we should just be happy with 10 and three, a big 10 championship game appearance and a citrus bowl against a Kentucky team, which I think they can beat, you know, we're not playing like Alabama or, you know, another Ohio state, um, Notre Dame, you know, you're not playing a team that can just kind of bludgeon you to death and, and beat you up and basically just score two touchdowns to outscore you. And and so, you know, I, I know that it was a big loss on, on Saturday to Michigan, and I know we were kind of hoping for a lot more, but maybe it kind of is what it is there with Iowa. You know, I, I talked to Wass about this at church on Sunday, and, you know, to me, the game was lost and this is sad to say, the game is lost when we missed that pass, the running back pass to uh, Monty Potabom, which we won't even get started on how we were making that play to Monty. But um, we had a chance to go up 7-0, you know, kind of maybe put a little pressure on Michigan, maybe put a little doubt in their minds. And instead, we, we missed that pass. We missed the field goal after I talked about Caleb Shudak and how money he's been all year. Um, we missed the field goal, and that was it in my mind. You know, we stayed at fourteen to three for a long time. You know, we kept pinning them deep in the second quarter there, and we'd get the ball at the fifty-yard line, but then the offense would just go three and out, or or maybe get a first down and then pin them deep again, and just uh, we honestly just could not do anything, do anything on offense, and there and there was nothing during that whole game that thought that I thought to myself, we could score a touchdown here. You know, I, I felt like if we, if we could score a touchdown when it was 14 to three, I felt like we could maybe get back in the game, but to be quite honest, we, we just did not have the offense to, uh, to get anything done in that game. And, and Michigan being the, the pompous pricks that they are also, they think they're the greatest thing in the world. I hope they get, destroyed by Alabama or or Georgia, I think it is. I think they play Georgia. I hope Georgia just destroys them, honestly. I don't care about Big Ten cheering for the Big Ten or whatever, cheering for your conference. That's bull crap. So I hope Michigan gets destroyed by Georgia. And I hope it's a Georgia Alabama rematch in the in the uh national championship game. But I was off to the Citrus Bowl. I think that's like I said, I think I like the matchup against Kentucky. Mark Stoops, old Iowa guy, and uh, 
yeah, that's that's about. I won't even get it. You know, Petrus and, and Padilla both look like garbage. Um, but that's that doesn't even need to be said, I guess. So the the real disappointing game of the week was uh, the Vikings on Sunday. Man, <laughs> God damn it! Yes, I did. I did sit and watch the whole freaking game up until the last the last stupid play with uh, St. Brown catching the touchdown pass. I I watched the whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just disappointing. You can't even get into the second week of December and, and have a a real, uh, any kind of real decent probability of, of making the playoffs. Um, it's just too bad. You know, the, the only... The only good thing uh, about this is I don't see how Zimmer saves his job. He might think he's his job is safe, but and I think he really does think his job is safe. But I, I think he's done no matter what at the end of this year. Um, and it's time for a change, you know. And and quite honestly, the the next coach may not be as good as Zimmer. But you know what? I'm just so ready to move on from this guy. And from his his way of thinking, and I'm just I'm just so tired of his. His spiel, I guess. If I'm tired of it, I mean, the players have got to be just exhausted from him, just having to deal with him on a week-to-week basis. And so that is the the, the silver lining that comes out of this. Um, the Vikings played the Steelers tonight. But, you know, going back to the game on Sunday, they, they were kind of in the same the same boat as, as Iowa a little bit. You know, they they lost Thielen early in the game. I think the first, was it the first drive. Um in my mind, the Vikings dominated the whole first quarter, and they got two field goals, and they were ahead six to nothing. I mean, that's that's a problem in itself, right there. Um, you know, and then of course the first drive of the second quarter, early in the second quarter, the Lions score a touchdown and go up seven six. And then before you know it, I did we have our? I think we had our weekly. Uh, giving up points in the last two-minute deal. It might have just been a field goal or two, but instead of a touchdown. But uh, regardless, Detroit gets up twenty to six, and then you know here we go again, just fighting tooth and nail to try to get back into this thing. You know where we score a touchdown to get, I think to twenty twenty to fifteen. Um, get a touchdown. Well, we get a field goal to go to, go down 20 to 9. Then we get a touchdown to get to 20 to 20 to 15. We go for two. We miss the two. So we're still down 20 to 15. I believe Detroit gets a field goal. We get another touchdown. Go for two again, miss the two. We're down 23 to 21. We get another touchdown. Go for two, miss the two. I mean, how can an NFL football team fail on three two-point conversions against an 0 and 10 team? You know, we're talking two and a, or th- we're talking three-yard line. You cannot. I mean, and I don't think any of them were close. Um, just, just pitiful. Honestly, just pitiful. And then, you know, Detroit, last, what, minute and whatever of the game, minute minute 20 of the game, they drive down the field, get to the 10-yard line. Last play of the game, um, we're playing a, a soft 
prevent defense. Our safety is five yards deep into the end zone, and they run. They don't even run like a great like. It's just a simple. It wasn't even a slant. It, it was just go out and turn your body a little bit, and the cornerback was playing so far back, and the safety was nowhere to be found. Xavier Woods, and it was just it was honestly, and we rushed three guys. It was honestly just a simple, simple route, simple throw. And I mean, it was done. I mean, we lost 29-27, lost our playoff playoff hopes in my mind. You know, it's not even so much the playoff hopes, right? It's it's losing to Detroit. Just a bad, a bad team. Um, you know, it's just just horrendous, honestly. And so the, the Vikings play tonight against the Steelers. Um, I don't have high hopes, but I'm sure they'll win. Now that I don't have high hopes, but and I'm sure I'll watch. But uh, yeah, that's that's about all I got to say about the Vikings. That's all about, I got to say about the Hawkeyes. Yeah, we talked about the Raiders. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about fantasy football. And man. Has fantasy football gotten crazy over this past week or two? I looked at the standings. I think it was on Tuesday morning. And you take away the Mark Andrews game that Bergie had against me on week five. Um, everybody in the league would be seven and six or six and seven. But as it sits now, Bergie is at, I think Bergie's at eight and five. And everybody else is at six and seven or seven and six. And right now, Bergie's the only guy guaranteed a playoff spot. And everybody else has a chance. Yes, even Super Tramp has a chance at 1%. Um, but he has a chance of making the playoffs. So getting into last week's scores, let me pull it up here on the on the on the board. Um my Dazzleman squad. Miraculously got a win against the Massacre. 120 to 85.5. That's with Jonathan Taylor with 25 points. Um, Joe Burrow had 19 for the Massacre. Eckler at 13.5. Pittman at 13. But uh, he really got nothing else from anybody, including Daryl Henderson, who I don't think played. Um, so he only got 85 on his squad. Meanwhile, my squad, I got 24 from David Montgomery to kind of offset the Jonathan Taylor 25. I got 19 somehow from Lamar Jackson to offset the Joe Burrow 19. But then I got 12 and a half from Mike Evans. I got 19 and a half from Keenan Allen. I got 13 from Van Jefferson. I got 10 from the Rams defense and 11 from Daniel Carlson to get to that 120. And uh, so that was a big win for my squad. And, and we both sit ex at six and seven now moving into the final week of the season. Second game of the week there, we got Brian Wassner, the Wah Birds Bunch. High point total winner of the week, 154, over saved by Odell at 101.5. Um, Odell got 32 from Justin Herbert and 36.5 from George Kittle, and he basically got nothing from anybody. Joe Mixon only with nine. Um, so big weeks from Herbert and Kittle, but not enough as uh, Bird's Bunch got 24 from Kirk, 18.5 from Antonio Gibson, 30 and a half from Justin Jefferson, 16 from Elijah Moore, 12 from TJ Hawkinson, 16 and a half from Miles Sanders. That's 
17 from the Chiefs defense and uh, 10 from Joseph. So a good week there for Wass. Um, both teams are six and seven after that game. So there's the first four teams sitting at six and seven. Uh, Lucky Lukey beat Bergie's boys 106 to 89. Big win for Lucky Lukey as he moved to seven and six. He got 37 from Tom Brady and 22 and a half from Chris Godwin and 17 from the Cowboys defense. And that's basically what got him to win those three guys right there. Dak Prescott's been having, I don't know, he's been kind of struggling a little bit for the Cowboys. He only got 13 for Bergie. James Conner continues to do well for Bergie at 17 points. 23 from Cooper Cup and 12 from Harrison Butker. Otherwise, Bergie's boys was really struggling with to get some points in that one. So I think he loses his third straight now. Um, Lucky Lukey is kind of in a good spot now at 7-6 and six to get a playoff spot. So a big win there for Lucky Lukey. Next matchup, another big win for uh, Hulu. Is it me you're looking for? 132.5 to 84.5 over the Love Covenant. Uh, Hulu got uh, 20 points from Russell Wilson, 19.5 from Alexander Madison, 27 from Deontay Johnson, 18.5 from jo – man, that trade he made with me, I think he I think he uh, got the better end of that deal with Russell Wilson and Josh Jacobs. Um, 18 points from the Colts defense. Meanwhile, Love Covenant had a, a rough game there from Josh Allen in that windy, snowy day in, in Buffalo. Only 12 points from – from Josh Allen. He did get 17 and a half and 14 and a half from Leonard Fournette and Eli Mitchell. Oddly enough, it's his running backs carrying him right now and, and only carried him to a loss. Uh, three points from Tyreek Hill, 0.5 points from Adam Thielen, and 8.5 points from DK Metcalf. So he needs a lot more from his receivers again to, uh, to get back in this. Both teams at seven and six, both teams are sitting in a good spot for uh, playoff bids going into week 14. Couple six and seven teams now. Next, uh, Bell Grande continues to to keep his playoff hopes alive, beating Little Giants one eighteen and a half to eighty three and a half. Little Giants continue to get struggles from Pat Mahomes. He only had twelve points. He did get twenty and a half from Sony Sony Michelle, and twenty four and a half from T Higgins. But uh, everybody else, he got zero from Kendrick Bourne, seven from Diggs, two from Dawson Knox. So really just struggling to get points at all for uh, the Little Giants. Meanwhile, Belgrande got uh, 29 from Matt Stafford, 15.5 from Tyler Lockett, 26 from Dallas Godert. Big week for Dallas Godert. 14.5 from CeeDee Lamb, 11 from the Bucks D. So uh, Santa is actually sitting in a good spot there for playoff hopes if he can just get another win. Um, Little Giants, meanwhile, need a lot of help to get in the playoffs now. Both teams at 6-7. and seven. Close game. Game of the week there. Finalize it. Uh, Supertramp beat two-a-point conversion 99 to 96.5. Big win there for Supertramp. Um, 33 points from Kyler Murray. 17.5 from Devontae Freeman. 15.5 from Hunter Renfro. So he didn't really get much else from anybody else, but uh, it's good for him to get Kyler Murray back especially. Meanwhile, two-a-point conversion got 18 from Tyler Haneke. 12.5 from Najee Harris, 19 from Gronk, 11 from Greg Zerline, but uh, he needed a little bit more from James Robinson. I don't know what the deal is with James Robinson right now. He only got a one and a half points. Um, that's probably the big, the big glaring miss on on his 
his week this week, preventing him from winning. Uh, but Super Chat moves to six and seven, keeping his slim playoff hopes alive. Tua, all he needs to do is actually win this week, and I think he gets the two seed. So he drops to seven and six, but he's still in the driver's seat for that division. And uh, as we look into the final week here, week 14. So looking at the matchups for the week, um, we've got Bel Grande versus Saved by Odell. Um, both teams are six and seven. Both teams obviously need to win. Right now, Bel Grande is a slight favorite. Um, he's going to need a big game there from Matt Stafford on Monday night. He's going to need a big game, too, from CeeDee Lamb because otherwise, you know, I think he's got Devante, De, the, the, for, the D foreman from Tennessee playing. He's got Chuba Hubbard playing. He's got DJ Moore going. Um, so Santa was going to need some some big games from Stafford, I think, and CeeDee Lamb especially to, to maybe get over the hump with, say, by Odell. Odell's got Herbert. He's got Mixon. He's got Kittle. But he's going to need some help from Kenyon Drake, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, and Darius Slayton to actually have any chance in this one. I've got Santima in a close one in this one, and I think Santima gets into the playoffs beating Odell this week. Uh, Two-point conversion versus Burt's Bunch. This is a huge game between these two teams. Um, Burt's Bunch could actually win the division with a win against uh, Lefevre. If, if he beats Lefevre and Santima loses, I think I think Burt's Bunch actually will win the division in that case and get that two seed. Um, if two-a-point conversion wins, he gets the two seed and, and wins the division. Right now, Bunch is projected to win 109 to 100. Um, he's gonna, a lot's going to come out of tonight with uh, Cousins and Jefferson going for the Vikings. Uh, K.J. Osborne going for two-a-point conversion to kind of offset maybe some of that uh, Cousins magic. And Najee Harris going tonight, too, for two-a-point conversion. So a lot more is going to be on oh, Greg Joseph going for uh, Burt's Bunch tonight as well. So a lot's going to be determined after tonight, and we'll have to see how this game looks going into the weekend. Right now, Tua's got uh, Tyler Henneke, or Taylor Henneke still starting. He's got a lot of guys on bye week. You know, that late bye week with uh, the Eagles and the Dolphins and the Patriots hurt both these teams, actually. Um, so Heineke's going to have to have a game against the Cowboys. I don't know if he can do it. And, and I'm scared about James Robinson, too, and how he's been playing. Um, I like Burt's Bunch this week with Gibson, Cordell Patterson, Elijah Moore, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think Bunch gets the win, and I think he actually gets the two seed after this week. So we'll see what happens, but I like the Bunch this week in, in this matchup. Game number three, we got the Massacre versus Hulu is you're looking for. Finally, finally, Jonathan Taylor is on a bye week for the Massacre, along with Nick Folk and Michael Pittman. That's going to be a huge hit in in, in his um, in the, with those absences this week. But um, he's still got Aaron Rodgers. He's still got Eckler. I think Daryl Henderson's playing on Monday night. He's still got Taylor, Terry McLaurin. Um, and he's going to have to lean on those guys a lot, those four guys I just mentioned because I don't know about the rest of them, Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, and Kenny Galladay. So um, the Moscow's got his work cut out for him. He needs a win to maybe get into the playoffs and actually pass Tim. Tim is in with a win for sure. He's actually starting Taysom Hill this weekend with against the Jets. 
Um, he's got Chubb, Madison going to tonight. Um, Deontay Johnson going tonight. Jamar Chase, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. I, I, right now it's projected to be really close, 104 102 in favor of Hulu. I think this one goes down to Monday night, obviously, and I think Hulu pulls out the victory in a close one. So Hulu will be off to the playoffs, I believe, while the massacre is left waiting until next year for the playoffs. A couple teams that I don't think are going to make the playoffs no matter what happens. Uh, Super Tramp 6-7 and seven, playing the Little Giants 6-7. and seven. I'm trying to think of a scenario where they would make it. Um, they need Santima to lose, obviously. They need to score a lot of points this week. Um, right now it's projected 107 and 97 in favor of the Little Giants. I think Alvin Kamara is actually playing this week for the Little Giants. That would be a huge lift for his team. Pat Mahomes against Vegas. Um, well, we've all been waiting for Pat Mahomes to step up this, this year, and, and maybe he does it this week. Stephon Diggs against Tampa. Um, that's that's who the Little Giants are going to lean on, while Super Champ will lean on uh, Kyler Murray on Monday night against the Rams, Devontae Freeman against the Browns, Hunter Renfro against the Chiefs, um, and he's got Fryermuth. Well, he has Aaron Jones in the lineup, too, this week, going against Chicago. So, And then Fryermuth going against the Vikings tonight, along with the Vikings D. I like the Little Giants in a close low-scoring game this week. I don't think either team hit 100 points. Um, but the Little Giants win, moving to 7-7. Seven and seven, But I think they will just be missing the playoffs this year. Uh, in, a, in a week of big, where every matchup is a big matchup, we've got the Love Covenant, 7-6 and six versus Lucky Lukey, 7-6. and six. Um, I think the Love Covenant is in even if he loses. So it's a much bigger game for Lucky Lukey. If Lucky loses, I don't know if he gets in or not. Um, there's a lot of teams kind of knocking at the door that could be 7-7. Seven and seven. So he's looking for a big win this week. He's going to be leading on Tom Brady, um, Javante Williams, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey. Looks like Amari Cooper might be back this week. So um, Lucky Lukey's starting to get a little bit healthier this week. But I don't know if he has the guns to get through uh, the Love Covenant, who's got Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette. Eli Mitchell, who's currently projected for zero. I don't know why that is. Um, I wonder if there's a COVID issue with Eli Mitchell. Uh, Tyreek Hill, OBJ, and DK Metcalf. So depending on what Eli Mitchell's status is, I think I think the Love Covenant will get the win. But I think this one will go down to the wire as well. I don't know if any of these – looks like Tyler Higby and OBJ play on Monday night for – Love Covenant, and I'm sure it'll come down to those two guys. Lucky Lucky doesn't have anybody going past the three o'clock games on Sunday, so we'll know exactly where Love Covenant sits at uh, six o'clock on Sunday. Um, but I've got the Love Covenant winning a close one in, in this one. So finally, we've got my Dazzleman squad against Bergie's boys. Bergie's boys has lost three in a row. He's going to lose four in a row. I'm saying it here. This is redemption week for my Dazzleman squad. I've been thinking about this game since week five. Um, right now I'm projected to win 113 to 105. Uh, I like Dak. I like Connor. I even like Barkley. and oh, I love Cup. You know, Cup on Monday night. 
Connor on Monday night. Um, Mark Andrews is going to offset a lot of Lamar Jackson's points, you know, being being his favorite target. Um, I, I do like Hilliard uh, for Bergie's boys too as well in his flex position for Tennessee. Um, so there's a lot of I like about his squad. And then looking over at my squad, right now Keenan Allen's going through COVID protocols. There's a chance he might not play. Debo Samuel's still questionable. Um, there's a chance he might not play. David Montgomery's even got a questionable tag with him. But I'm telling you right here, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Zeke is going to have a big week. Mike Evans is going to have a big week. Kyle Pitts is going to come through for me. Daniel Carlson's going to come through for me. Redemption. I'm going to beat Bergie's boys this week. I'm going to move to 7-7. Seven and seven. I'm going to squeak into the playoffs. And it's going to happen. I believe it. And if I had, if I had my uh, journey... Don't stop believing song in the background right now. I, I'd have it playing, but um, I think I can do it. I think I can beat him. Like I said, I think it's gonna come down. I, of course, he's got how many guys going on Monday night? He's got Bergie's got two guys on Monday night. Connor and Cup on Monday night. So of course I have to sit and plow through that on Monday night and, and watch that whole game. Um, but I think I can. I think I can pull it out. It's gonna happen, and I'm gonna make the playoffs. So. The league is on notice for that game and for the playoffs. It's going to happen. The Dallas man's going to get in. So that is what I have for the week, the week's matchups. Looking at, at the standings again, like I said, I'll send a screenshot to the team um, when, I, when I send the link for the, the podcast. Bergies at 8-5. and five. Love Covenant, Hulu, and Lucky Lukey are all at 7-6. Uh, and six. And the Moscow and I are all both at six and seven. That's the red division. Meanwhile, in the black division, two point conversions at seven and six. Bell Grande, Burt's Bunch, Saved by Odell, Little Giants, Super Tramp, all at six and seven. So we've got seven teams at six and seven, four teams at seven and six, and then one team at eight and five. Quite the year of. Uh, yeah, just, just quite the year of of parody. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, we all must have done a good... Sorry about that. I must have gotten cut off. Um, I just noticed that I've been talking this whole time, and, and I noticed the recording stopped. So um, just, to, just to recap on the, on the fantasy football stuff, um, I'm not going to go through power rankings this week with the the standings being what they are, I mean, everybody from Birdie to Super Champ in my mind is is about the same, honestly. Um, here are the playoff percentage chances according to ESPN. I'll go through those before I go into what I've been watching. Uh, Birdie's boys, number one, 100% playoff chance. They're in the playoffs. Number two, Love Covenant, 99% chance of making the playoffs. They're pretty much in. The losing me you're looking for, 87% chance of making the playoffs. Lucky Lukey, 83% chance of making the playoffs. They're the fourth highest percentage chance. Oddly enough, the, the Dazzleman, my squad, is, has a 57% chance of making the playoffs. That's the fifth highest. Followed by Burt's Bunch, has a 42% chance of making the playoffs. They're the sixth highest. Um, Two-a-point conversion, 
set right below Burt's Bunch at a 41% chance. Followed by the Massacre and Bel Grande at, uh, what was that, 8 and 9 percent or eight nine both have a 31 percent chance say by odell has a 20 percent chance little giants have a 10 percent chance and then i'm showing super champ has a zero percent chance and that must just be due to points so sorry super champ i i don't know you could hey you could score 300 points this week and get back into the points race so we're all we're all rooting for you this we hope you can get it done so um it's been a great year though, and I'm gonna do some more. I'm gonna do some more podcasting for the playoffs this year. I know in the past I've only done the Dazzle Report through the regular season, but I plan on doing a few more weeks of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's been a great year for the league, and I hope uh, everybody's been having fun. So, on to what I've been watching. Sing if you want to live long They have no use for your song You're dead, you're dead, you're dead You're dead and out of this world um, I'm still continuing to keep up with Invasion on uh, Apple TV Plus I watch those as soon as they come out on the weekends um, Still a great show, I really like that one been watching Yellowstone, of course, with Davey. Uh, that's been, I don't know. I, that, that's, it's, it's been really good, don't get me wrong. But I just, I, I've realized how much, with Invasion too, how much I really enjoy binging shows rather than just waiting every week for a new episode. So I don't know if anybody else ever has that feeling or, or not. But I know, to me, it's a lot more fun just binging from episode to episode. Uh, still making it through Tacoma FD and what we do in the shadows um, over lunch hour. Um, been watching Truth Be Told still with Austin and, and Davey when we have time. Still watching some college basketball. You know, Iowa, I think they play tonight too. They play Iowa State tonight, so that'll be a big game for the Hawks. Um, hopefully they can beat Iowa State and, and kind of get back into the the rankings talk anyway for, for that squad. Um I want to say I, I watched. I want to say I watched a movie. I watched Die Hard two on Saturday night when Iowa was getting uh, um, destroyed. So, Die Hard two, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. You can't tell me otherwise. Um, so I watched a little bit of that on on Saturday night. But other than that, I. Th- think that's about it. Oh, watching uh, Foundation Foundation 2 at night, um, getting through that. Uh, that's an Apple TV Plus show as well. I, I don't know. That's that's a lot more sci-fi, a lot more Battlestar Galactica type show. Um, so that's the that's the real nerd in me coming out when I say I watch Foundation on Apple TV Plus. But, um, but I have been watching that and kind of plugging away through that as well. Um, hope everybody has a a warm and, and safe weekend. Uh, Skull Vikings tonight. Hopefully they can show up and, and put on a good showing against the Steelers and get a win and and just give me a, a more relaxing weekend in that regard. Um, if you're traveling, drive safe. I know there's some weather coming maybe tomorrow night, Friday. I know a lot of basketball starting for kids and stuff this weekend and, and other activities. So um, hopefully everybody has a good weekend. 
and stay safe. And we will talk to you again next week. See you later. You're just like my favorite song going round and round my head. Like my favorite song going round and round my head. Five days on the freeway, riding shotgun with you. Two hearts in the fast lane, we had big dreams in blue. Playing sweet child of mine, and I still feel that line. Where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long, too long ago, my love. Where Turn around, where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long. You're just like my favorite song going round round my head. Like my favorite song going round around my head. You're just like my favorite song going round round my head. Like my favorite song.